What if I told you the salad that you were eating could be causing you more harm than good? Would you believe me? Would you be like, dude, what are you talking about? How is the salad that I'm eating not causing me good health? Well, we're gonna jump into that today. Welcome to Break and Build, where we take a break from your day and build your life in a positive way. This is going to be Break and Build, and I am your host, Billy Lutz. So today what we're going to talk about is a piggyback and a continuation of last week's episode. So last week's episode, actually, I filmed, and it was... 45 minutes long with me explaining everything. So I figured that was pretty long for an episode. I'm trying to keep these 25 minutes around and a little bit under. So we're going to start, give you an introduction of a couple things, and then we're going to jump into some more information, which I think is going to be very valuable to you guys, which is going to be talking about mineral composition in the soil in regards to organic versus non-organic food, I think it's extremely important. Number two, we're gonna break down what is allowed and not allowed for organic food, and then what is going to be the counterpart in conventional food, guys. It is mind-blowingly different, and additionally, we're gonna talk about the treatment of animals, which is extremely heartbreaking if you've ever experienced any of these places that do factory farm animals and the conditions that these animals live in. It is absolutely crazy. So today, we really wanna make sure that we're talking about going away. You guys have heard me talk about this concept. We need to start going away from convenience-based society. We have created a convenience-based society because we want more convenience, right? So we vote with our dollars. Just remember, our dollars are our votes. Every single time that you vote on something, you're saying, hey, I support this company. I like what you're doing. Please do more of it. Here's my support. Think of it like a tip. It's like, hey, when you go to a restaurant, you order the food. Obviously, you're paying the restaurant for the food, but then you're saying to the waiter or waitress, yes, I really loved your service. Please continue to do more of this. I'm gonna give you a 20% tip, right? So our entire society is based around convenience right now. And in reality, that is doing a massively destructive thing to our society. We are getting chemicals introduced at an exponential rate. It is causing catastrophic damage to virtually everything because we're trying to do everything as fast as possible and we're not taking what needs to be done is conscious thought to really step back and think about what is our actions causing to us as people, to our environment, to our soil, to everything that's going on in our entire world. We need to have a lot more consciousness in our society. We want conscious capitalism, not just straight capitalism. We need to know and think about the future of our society, our earth, our soil. All these things are very important. And as some of you guys do know, most of you guys who do follow me, I now live in San Diego, California for a little bit longer before I moved to Orange County. And the other day I was at Balboa Park doing a little bit of a video and I was walking behind this gentleman who was walking with his wife. He was pushing a stroller and on the back of his shirt, it said, the noble things in life are hard. And I was like, man, that's a really profound shirt. I thought about it and I was like, geez. And, and just the whole picture of this guy pushing a stroller Obviously, you know, the wife is then carrying the kid and that whole mental picture just culminated with me and really hit me hard. And it stems off of this convenience thing. It's like the things that you want in life, typically speaking, are never really easy. Yes, there are a way to make things more efficient, not shortcuts, efficiency. Like somebody that has done real estate investing, instead of you going through and 
doing all the same mistakes that they've done before you're gonna get to where they're at, you might as well just read their book where they're telling you about, hey, make sure you're conscious of this, make sure to check out these ratios, make sure to invest in these types of property, make sure to check out this type of landscape, and here's all the things that I made mistakes on so you guys can jump, shortcut, not really, efficiency cut, towards being better, right? It's like a building block of society as opposed to just being straight about shortcuts that don't really work. It's like, hey, do this diet. And how many people have done diets and they just like saw some results and then they stopped the diet because the purpose of a diet is to go onto the diet for a short period of time to jumpstart, think of it like a medication like we talked about, and then you're getting off the diet with new sustainable practices, not necessarily maintaining the diet. So just making a lifestyle change, which is a much harder concept because you have to commit to that. And when I say commit, guys, what I mean by that is commit. If you really want to make a change, you have to commit and there is not an option to go back. That's the one thing that I'm really grateful about my story that I did share with you guys that I'm still detaching from and every single time I talk about it, it's a reminder for me to detach from that and really try to scrub my brain of that experience so that I'm not emotionally and energetically resonating in there and recreating that in my future. But when I was ill, I didn't really have a choice. I had to cut it out and I had to go forward, right? And I want you guys to be way more proactive than that. So the noble things in life may not be easy. They may not be the most fun choices, but always choose what is right. What in your intuition tells you this is the right choice over What's easy? Going to Buffalo Wild Wings is easy. You know what Buffalo Wild Wings on a daily basis will do to your small intestine, to your gut, to your health? You're gonna be lacking minerals, you're gonna be polluting your system, you're gonna be eating chemicals, you're gonna be eating sick animals. Please, choose something different. And we are what we eat, as I just talked about. So every single thing that you put into your body is going to be making up your cells, your bones, your hair, your eyes. Think about this, your organs recover Typically speaking, your body is regenerating a new organ every month to three months to six months to a year, depending on what system it is. And what you're eating today is gonna be the building blocks for that new organ in a month. So you wanna start changing your life fast, start making new decisions today, because your body is consistently regenerating everything. So if you wanna start interrupting that cycle and really giving it a boost, you're gonna to have to start boosting it with the proper things, and that's gonna be the quality of food that we're gonna talk about here in a second when it, in regards to the organic food. And eating is an accumulation. Think about how many times a day you eat, how many days are in a year, how many years are in a decade, and you keep going like that, and then all of a sudden you realize that if you have a illness or a diagnosable disease, it's not because, oh, yesterday I went to Buffalo Wild Wings or yesterday I tripped down the stairs and broke my arm. Is that really why you broke your arm? People trip all the time. Why is your bone weak enough that you tripped down the stairs and you broke your arm? Granted, there are freak accidents and there's a lot more pressure. I mean, look at me. I told you I went skateboarding first. That's one of the reasons. Number two, I was not doing well physically because that was right around the time that my body was starting to tank. So obviously, you know, once you're sick, you're probably lacking some vitamins and minerals. So my bones could have been lacking some vitamins and minerals. And then that happened. So the question for me is not always what it seems at face value. I want you guys to start deepening your questions and looking introspectively as opposed to outside environment. Oh, you know, I tripped down this one stair and I just, you know, broke my ankle. It's like, well, 
I mean, people, you know, when you're a child, you fall all the time. You break your ankle. Granted, when you're older, you're a little bit, you know, less pliable. But at the same time, is that really the answer? And, and pliability in there might be one of the reasons. Are you exercising? Are you staying mobile? Are you stretching? Are you making sure to active stretch and passive stretch so that your body can have all of that? Or are you sedentary most of the day? Those are great questions. So today what we're gonna do is we're gonna start getting you guys onto organic steps. I, you guys may be sick of hearing me talk about this, but this is gonna be the last episode that we really focus on You know, primarily food. We'll focus on some other things coming up forward. I'm gonna be including Dr. Daniel, who's a chiropractor in Dana Point, California, one of my good friends. Chiropractic, if you're not familiar with it, we're gonna be diving into a bunch of different things, and that is one of the things that I have been consistent with, not as consistent with as I would like to, which I'm gonna be starting soon here, but that actually was one of the practices that truly saved me um, and brought me back into balance when I was completely out of balance from all the skateboarding and the abuse. So the appearance of food is a deceptive thing, and I want you guys to start really separating this in you what we see on the outside is not always what's on the inside. You might go to the grocery store, you may see an organic fruit and a non-organic fruit, and you're like, the non-organic fruit, well, it's bigger, well, it's shinier, well, it looks better. Does that mean it's healthier? Does the surface value of a shiny object necessarily mean that it's healthier for you? Because nature derives and designs everything as it was intended to serve you. There's no mistakes. You're a beautiful organism. Think about how you actually get nutrients and why organic food is actually so important because what happens? The soil contains vitamins, minerals, nutrients, and then you have to put a plant in there. The plant is gonna be the vacuum, right? So it takes all of those properties, combines the energy, combines the sun, the water, everything from the soil, and it becomes the intermediary in between your body and the soil to be able to translate that so your body can communicate by eating that plant and then making your body from there. So the soil is basically one step. You're now at this step. You can't just eat the soil because it's not necessarily a congruent manner for us. So what we do is then eat the plants and the plants vacuum up everything from the soil. So if there is chemicals in there, it's gonna go straight into the plants and we are straight eating that as building blocks to our body. So organic versus non-organic, the clean 15, dirty dozen, and how much minerals and nutrients are in the food, conventional versus organic, it's now time to discover that. I want you guys to make sure that you are looking after the dirty dozen and the clean 15. These are gonna be the things that you absolutely must choose, the dirty dozen, that are gonna have the most pesticides on them and that you are gonna consume in the highest quantity. And the Clean 15 are if you need to not eat everything organic, these are the things that are gonna be acceptable, except on here it says sweet potatoes. Anything that grows in the ground, it's a must to be organic for me. Any type of potato for me. It's growing in the ground. Carrots, growing in the ground. Squash, growing in the ground. It's literally getting anything from the ground. That's not, Clean 15 says sweet potatoes are okay to not be organic. Absolutely not, I don't agree with that at all. Additionally, you're gonna avoid GMOs. GMOs are genetically modified 
foods that are extremely dangerous to human consumption. They have been modified. The reason why they are modified and who they're modified by, they're modified by Monsanto, which is now Bayer. These companies have modified these foods so that they can spray them with higher levels of Roundup and other chemicals, herbicides and pesticides, and so that the plants won't die and so that they can kill the weeds. <laughs> Convenience chemicals are literally going to be the death of humans if we are not conscious. So here we go. Let's break this down one step further for all of you guys out there. Organic produce versus non-organic produce, so you guys can check this out. Grown with natural fertilizers, manure and compost. Conventionally, grown with synthetic or chemical fertilizers. I want you guys to take a, a note of which side of each of these you guys are gonna choose to be on because every time you eat, you're choosing which side you support by spending your money on these products. The biggest thing we can do is spend our money on the things we want to see more of. You guys think that your dollar is not powerful. It is literally the most powerful thing on the face of the planet because you choose what you buy on a daily basis. And that means when you buy something, that means I want more of this. I like this. Please keep producing this. So I want you guys to be really conscious on how you spend your money from here on out. Organic. Weeds are controlled naturally. Crop rotation, hand weeding, mulching and tilling, or with organic approved herbicides. Conventionally, weeds are controlled through chemical herbicides. Roundup. That chemical is literally the most toxic thing. It is a chemical that is an antibiotic to the soil. It destroys the soil. It destroys the microbial balance of the soil. Not only that, once you consume it, it destroys the microbial balance of your small intestine and it starts pulling away these little gaps, junctions in your small intestine that are able to help you absorb more nutrients. So it actually creates a leaky small intestine, which is now referred to as leaky gut. It's a very common thing in our society, which then leads to loss of tolerance, which then can lead to cancers, herbicides uh, being put right into the blood, which then can go into other organs, which is a problem. And then it also starts to degrade your small intestine, which also can lead to autoimmune conditions and other things like that. It's really not a good situation for you to get yourself into. That's why I'm trying to be here with you guys to make sure you guys are on top of this. Pests are controlled with natural methods, birds, insects, traps, and naturally derived pesticides, organic, non-organic. Pests are controlled with synthetic pesticides. Organic meat, dairy, and eggs. This is disgusting. Organic. Livestock are given all organic, hormone, and GMO-free feed. Conventional. Livestock are given growth hormones for faster growth processes, as well as non-organic GMO feed that was fed with all those herbicides and pesticides. So not only are you getting it in your groceries if you're not eating organic, you're also getting Roundup and other things like that from your meats, along with the stress and the growth hormones. I'm not sure who's signing up for that. Organic. Diseases prevented with natural methods such as clean housing, rotational grazing, and a healthy diet. Conventional. Antibiotics and medications are used to prevent livestock disease. So they allow them to sit in these disgusting conditions inside, completely inhumane, and instead of allowing them to have a natural life, because I am not a vegan. I think some people are adapt to being vegans. I do not think humans in a general population are adapt to be vegans. However, having meat raised in these conditions is not the answer. Organic meat, dairy, eggs. Livestock must have access to the outdoors. Conventional. Livestock may or might not have access outdoors. So I don't know if you guys are cool with that, but I, I am not okay with that. 
I do not support that. I do not give any money to that. I am not a fan of that. So for anybody out there that's now like, okay, maybe all this GMO stuff is just propaganda. It doesn't even exist. Let's look at the mineral composition in the soil. I'm just going to run down calcium, calcium and magnesium. All right. For snap peas, organic, 40.5 milli equivalents, non-organic, conventional, 15. Magnesium, 60, conventional, 14. Cabbage, organic, 60 in the calcium, 17 in conventional. Magnesium, 43, 15. Lettuce, 71 in organic and calcium, 16 in conventional. Magnesium, 49, conventional, 13. Tomatoes, 23 for calcium, 4 for conventional. 59 for magnesium in the tomatoes and organic, four for conventional. Spinach, 96 organic, conventional, 47. Magnesium and spinach, 293, conventional, 46. So guys, if that is not enough to show what conventional farming does to the mineral composition, what's in your food, I don't know what really you can do. If you guys wanna go through this article, Dr. Jocker's, just Google Dr. Jocker's three most important reasons to eat organic. This article is absolutely fantastic. All of his citations and research are always at the bottom of the article. This is not something random. He does his research. This guy is incredibly intelligent. I want you guys to start getting after this. So if we circle this back, why is this important? Our bodies are our temples. Our bodies produce everything we need. Everything we take in is what's going to be produced on the inside. You want to start changing your life, start changing your diet, your choices, your environment, and your drinking water. Drinking water is very important. If you think that the tap water is safe for you to drink, you are joking yourself. There's an immensely large amount of different chemicals in there, including fluoride, chlorine, extremely toxic chemicals to the human body when floating in the bloodstream, as well as unfortunately antibiotics. There's a tremendous amount of things in there that are not okay for you to be drinking on a daily basis and think how much water you drink. We need to start cutting the ties and everything like that. We can go more into depth on this topic in a different episode, but what is important is that your body is your temple. I want you guys to start thinking as your body, as this holy temple. It is literally the best thing that you could possibly do is treat your body with respect. Treat the environment respect. How you treat your body is how the environment is going to be treated because of your choices that you're making for your body right now. That's why I'm saying it's very important for you to make these choices to spend your money in the direction of which you wish to see the world to start transforming because ultimately each and every dollar you spend is voting it's a vote towards how you want the world to be. You want more convenience chemicals? Go to Home Depot, get these things, and start seeing a massively largely increase in lymphoma cancers. I really do not want that for you guys. There's already massive class action lawsuits. You don't believe me? Go ahead and Google it against Monsanto, which is now Bayer, because of how much these chemicals are producing cancers in farmers that have been exposed to them on a daily basis. I don't want that to be you. I want you guys to be protected. You know I love all of you guys. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for taking your moments of your day out to really start educating yourself, to start taking a new viewpoint on the world, and to start thinking and owning everything in your life because I don't want you guys to get to a place where you get surprised later in life because you didn't know something and I can be here helping you guys start becoming more conscious of this because our bodies are a blank car canvas. Think of it. 
Imagine if I gave you a Play-Doh car and however you fed that car, it could become whatever you wanted. That is literally your body. If you put old gasoline that's smelly, that comes from old you know, oil factories that is polluted, I don't like oil, but use this for an example. You transition that into food. You have conventional food going into a car as the gas. It's gonna start running like a 1997 Toyota Camry, nothing wrong with the Toyota Camry 97, but let's just be honest, there is better technology out there. And although those cars are reliable, I don't think that's the car you're going to buy if I told you you could buy any car. Maybe you might buy a Ferrari, a Bentley, a Lamborghini. You might buy a Tesla, whatever that is to you. That is going to be the organic choices that you put into your gas tank of your vehicle, which is your human body. There is nothing else more miraculous than our human bodies. So please treat it as such. Treat as a holy temple. My recommendations for you guys, always try to get as much filtered water as possible. If you can do reverse osmosis with mineralization back in there and alkalinization, that would be absolutely amazing. Whole Foods usually has something like that. Always eat as much organic food as possible. It is very important as we went through all this stuff, not just for your health, but for the health of the entire species of humans, the entire species of our planet and our entire environment and our planet in general. We do not need more chemicals. We need less chemicals. We need less convenience chemicals. We need more consciousness in our environment. We need more healthy eating. And that's why I say the more that you can start demanding, these chemicals came about, Zach Bush described this perfectly about Roundup and other chemicals, because we wanted it. We did not want to put the work in to go into our gardens and weed them. We didn't want to put the work in to go into our flower beds and weed them. We wanted to spray something conveniently and that's where Roundup was born. It was introduced and we jumped all over it without even knowing the repercussions. I'm telling you, there is no shortcut in life to being successful. There is no shortcut to being healthy. There are shortcuts to make you more efficient in getting to the process, which I'm introducing you today on. But ultimately, the things that are worth the most in life are going to take work and they will always produce the most beautiful results. So I want you guys to be healthy, eat organic, drink more. We can get into more of the healthcare, especially in regards to females out there. I really want you guys because, you know, let's be real, females, you, you produce and are able to carry children and reproduce. Obviously, uh, minimal effort needed on the male's behalf, but we need healthy offspring. And the only way to do that is to start eliminating chemicals from our environments, from our exposures and girls, women, females, you guys use amazing beauty products to enhance your beauty, a lot of you guys, and a lot of those are toxic as well, unfortunately. So we will get into that on another episode. So I think that you guys have a good understanding of why I'm so passionate about this topic. I have a deep compassion for the earth, for the animals, and I am not a vegan. I genuinely don't think that humans were designed to be vegans, not eat meat. I'm sure there are humans out there that can sustain life, that can be healthy being vegan, but generally speaking from all of the practitioners that I follow and all of the research that they've done, and these are people that have been sick, that deal with sick people, that are very passionate about, they're not so passionate about their egos, they're more passionate about the truth. 
And that's one of the qualities that I look for when I follow somebody is their ability to say they were wrong, their ability to look beyond just a diet or a fad, people that don't follow diets or fads, that are more into sustainable practices and habit shifting, those are the type of people, they really uh, don't get into that too much. So finding the conscious way to do all of these things is super important. I really think that is the home run hit for all of this. And most importantly, I want you guys to be happy and healthy. And some of you guys may be like, I just wanna be happy. But can you be happy if you don't have health? Or can you be healthy without happiness? I'm gonna argue with you. If you guys think that you can be one without the other, I'm gonna disagree because I think they are the same thing. We just don't understand what we're talking about. Think about this. Happiness is an emotional state of being for the most part, right? Your emotions are on point. You're thinking properly. You're grateful for things. You're pursuing something that you're genuinely excited about, that and everything is kind of happiness. It's an emotional brain state, brain and body combination. Healthy, I believe, is the same exact energy, but it's resonating more from a happy body function state. So when your body's really functioning well, all the fundamentals are covered, you're getting exercise, you're taking care of your body, you're getting adjusted, you're staying in line, you're eating organic foods, you're then thinking properly and you're pairing up health and happiness, health being the body's resonance of being happy, happiness of what we consider that being our mind is happy, those are the same exact thing. And if they're not together, you don't genuinely have the optimal function there. It's not the same. So I'm gonna say that health and happiness are one entity, we just, perceive them as different entities, but they're actually not. They are one and the same. So having both of those at the same time is gonna be how you jumpstart your life. So do you guys wanna change the world? Because I certainly do. That's why I'm here right now talking to you guys. The only way to change the world is not by being a martyr initially. It's by looking at yourself and start changing your habits and actions first. As we did talk about, and as you guys seen on my social media, I'm a big advocate for recycling, which is not a political issue. Organic food is not a political issue. These things are not political issues that have some, for some reason, intertwined with politics for some reason. I have no goal in talking about politics right now. We are talking about sustainability, about keeping humans happy and healthy. These things are very important. So just imagine, Every single time you go out for a walk, once per day, you pick up one piece of recycling material and you put it into a recycling bin. Over a year, you picked up 365 pieces of recycling and put it in a recycling bin. So 365 over a year for one person. There's over 300 million Americans in the country. Imagine if each and every one of us did that once per day. Our world would be so clean, so fast, it would be ridiculous. So be the example, start picking up those things, start recycling more, start learning how to recycle more, start composting your food, start throwing away less junk. Almost everything can be recycled. If you wanna do plastic films, literally just Google, where can I recycle plastic bags in my area? And it will pop right up. There's gonna be a website for you. Where can I recycle foam and styrofoam? It's gonna be out there for you too. I've done it, I've done it quite a lot. And then finally speaking, I wanna make sure that you guys are recycling normally, and if you compost your organic waste, which is pretty much almost everything you eat and cut up, the amount of garbage you're throwing away is absolutely minimal. So yes, it does require more work. It does require some habit shifting, but I'm telling you, 
always choose the harder route that is the right choice. Steer away from the convenience-based society model that we have right now, and that is gonna provide you with such a richer life, and every time you do that, people out there are going to see you and they're gonna be like, wow, I wonder what that person's doing. Like every single time I see that person, they're picking up something off the street for no reason. They're like, why are they doing it? Like, what's their incentive? It's just because you want the world to be a better place. And by changing you first, that is how we microcosmly change the world together. So I appreciate you guys for being here. I hope this really helps out. And if you guys do know anybody that needs this information or doesn't believe in organic food or wants to have some type of political debate about something that is not related to politics, food is not related to politics. Treating people fairly is not related to politics. Recycling is not related to politics. This is all about people. Showing love, being appreciative, gratitude, and making the world happier and healthy, paired up place. So I'm gonna see you guys out on that next episode.